This is episode number 10 of Lifeline Unplugged. Common tests for heart with me, Dr. Supreet Chopra. Welcome guys to Lifeline Unplugged and I'm your host Dr. Supreet Chopra. I'm a heart surgeon by profession and founder and chairperson of SC Heart Foundation, an NGO that serves underprivileged patients and conducts educational seminars for public awareness. Heart and lifestyle diseases, they're the biggest killers in the world today. To the extent that around 65 to 70% of deaths are due to heart and lifestyle diseases. And these diseases have caused such a major setback in many families and the society that we decided to start a campaign #goredforheart to inform people regarding heart and lifestyle diseases and other aspects of health. In this particular episode I'll be talking about tests that you may undergo or your doctor could prescribe to detect any heart disease. So without further ado, let me jump straight into the content for you. Welcome back to Lifeline Unplugged and I'm here today to clear your doubts regarding the tests that you or someone known to you might undergo to detect any heart disease. I've already spoken about signs and symptoms and how to recognize if you have a heart problem in previous episodes. I've also talked about the risk factors for developing heart vessel blockages. Now, based on all of that, I'll be talking about some of the common tests that you'll be recommended to detect any heart disease. So here I go. Many tests are done to detect heart disease. Not all of them are required by everybody at one point in time. Now, which tests you'll be undergoing is determined by your clinical condition that is assessed by your doctor. The first test that I'll be talking about is troponin I. This is raised in your blood in case you have any damaged heart muscles or heart attack. and it is prescribed in patients who have angina at rest or heart attack symptoms or any changes in the ecg or heart wall movement changes in echo the other one is probnp or antiprobnp this if it is raised it indicates heart failure and it is prescribed in patients who we suspect to be having any severe reduction of heart pumping capacity or patients who have heart failure in patients who have breathing difficulty with minimal exertion and congestion of lungs or any other symptoms that are of heart failure another test is homocysteine if homocysteine is high in your blood then it is a risk factor for development of coronary artery disease it is also high in patients who have low vitamin b6 or vitamin b12 or folate levels in their body it is also high in patients who have any renal disease we recommend this particular test in patients who look apparently healthy but have risk factors of coronary artery disease the next test is hscrp which is high sensitivity c reactive protein if this particular crp is more than 2 mg per liter then it is an indication that you might develop coronary artery disease or diabetes or metabolic syndrome this is recommended in people who are apparently healthy individuals but have risk factors for coronary artery disease 
Now I'll be talking about lipid profile. If your triglyceride is more than 100 milligrams percent or your total cholesterol is more than 200 milligrams percent or your HDL levels are less than 40 milligrams percent in case you're a male or less than 50 milligrams percent in case you're a female. Then this particular condition is linked to development of coronary artery disease. We recommend this particular test in people who apparently look healthy but have risk factors for coronary artery disease. Another test is ECG. ECG is done to pick up any rhythm abnormalities or any abnormality in the electrical activity or if uh, you know it also uh, tells us a lot about your, any previous heart attacks that have happened or any ongoing angina. It also indicates any valve deformities or it, or any myocardial disorder or heart muscle disorder. But ECG alone is not enough. It needs to be corroborated with further tests. Even if the ECG is normal and the patient is having symptoms, further tests are required to look into what exactly is causing that problem. This is recommended in people who have risk factors for coronary artery disease or who have chest pain or any breathing difficulty or palpitations or syncope or any other symptom which could give a suspicion of heart disease. And this is the basic test that needs to be done. The next test that I'll be talking about is echocardiography. Now this is basically a sonography of heart and uh, we come to know about the function of the heart and you know anatomy and anatomy of uh, anatomy and function of valves and heart muscle any congenital disorder or any any disorder in the big arteries like pulmonary artery or iota any infection of heart which is called infective endocarditis any progression of the disease over time like if you have uh, had a previous uh, a valve deformity or a previous heart attack or any other pericardial deformity or any myocardial deformity how it has progressed over time that also can be looked into through echocardiography it also tells us about the ongoing angina that is happening or any previous heart attacks we recommend this particular test in patients who have risk factors or, or any symptoms that give a suspicion of heart disease another test is treadmill test. It is also called as stress test and in this particular test we find out the capacity of heart function, any indication of reduced blood flow to heart when the demand increases during stress or any probability of heart vessel blockages, any development of abnormal rhythm during stress. And we recommend this particular test to find out the physical endurance or effort tolerance of that particular person. Or we also recommend in a person with typical chest pain if there is any possibility of having heart muscle blockages. But we have to remember that if a person has chest pain at rest or ongoing chest pain or any ongoing angina that is detected in ECG or echocardiography, that person should not undergo this test. The next test that I'm going to talk about is angiography now angiography is two types the one that is done in the hospital setting is the conventional angiography and it is basically the gold standard for detecting any heart vessel blockages the other one is CT angiography which I'll be talking about later so uh, talking about conventional angiography first this particular test is a gold standard that I just said it uses x-ray imaging to detect blockages diagnose and treat heart and blood vessel conditions with the help of angioplasty. In this particular test, a type of dye that is visible by an x-ray machine is injected into the blood vessels of your heart through a flexible tube that is called the catheter 
and it is threaded through your groin or arm to your heart or coronary arteries. The X-ray machine rapidly takes a series of images offering a look at your blood vessels. If necessary, your doctor can open clogged heart arteries also and that is called angioplasty. And this can be done in the same sitting as the coronary angiogram. We recommend this particular test in people who have had a heart attack or typical angina, stable or unstable, and angina that is proven by ECG, echo and blood tests. The next is CT angiography. This particular test, it uses powerful X-ray machines to produce images of heart and its blood vessels. It is a non-invasive procedure and it doesn't require any recovery time. In this particular test, what happens is that we inject a dye which is injected through, the, uh, through a vein on the dorsum of your palm. And this particular dye, when it reaches the heart and the heart vessels, it opacifies those vessels and these vessels are then picked up by the CT machine. We recommend this particular test in patients uh, who have a high risk for developing coronary artery disease or who have unclear results with treadmill tests or other testing or who are symptomatic. And if we feel that this person has a very high probability and only your doctor would know if you require this test or not. The next is cardiac CT. This particular test also uses an X-ray to create detailed pictures of heart and blood vessels. It detects calcium buildup in heart arteries and also narrowing of blood vessels. It is sometimes done in combination with scans of big arteries of heart called as iota and pulmonary artery. We recommend this particular test to know the anatomy of the heart to detect any congenital disorders or any artery narrowings. And we also come to know a great deal about the big arteries that is iota and the pulmonary arteries. The next one is cardiac MRI. Now this particular test uses very powerful magnetic fields and radio waves and computer to produce detailed pictures of structures within and around heart. It detects and monitors cardiac diseases, heart anatomy, heart function, detects congenital disorders, valve condition, heart muscle condition, heart arteries, etc. The benefit of this particular test is that it doesn't require any radiation and we can create best images of heart for certain conditions. We recommend this test in patients who we have a suspicion that they might have heart artery blockages or to see the heart masses or tumors which have been detected on echocardiography and to confirm the findings or if we, uh, we suspect that they could have any pericardial abnormalities or masses or heart muscle abnormalities or any congenital heart disease or aorta abnormalities. The next test is nuclear stress test. In this particular test, a small amount of radioactive material is injected into the bloodstream and the imaging machine creates images showing blood flow to heart. It measures blood flow to heart muscle while at rest and during activity. And the stress that is induced is induced with certain medicines that are injected in the bloodstream. It determines risk of heart attack or any other cardiac event. It is done using a PET scanner or a SPECT scanner. It is also called as myocardial perfusion imaging or cardiac PET or cardiac SPECT study. We recommend this particular test in patients who have typical angina or recent or previous heart attack and in, and in case of patients who have had a previous major heart attack and who've been advised any angioplasty or 
or uh, coronary artery bypass surgery. Now, which study or test is required? Only your doctor will know best. And it depends on your clinical condition, your signs and symptoms. These tests are then prescribed accordingly. So the next time you're confused regarding any test, please clarify with your doctor. It is imperative that you understand the importance of each and every test so that your doctor is able to manage the disease with ease. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Lifeline Unplugged. You can subscribe to the show from whichever platform you're listening to this podcast. I hope I brought some value to your lives. And if I did, please share this episode with your family and friends. It would be great if you could share this episode with as many people as possible. Also, subscribe to the channel Lifeline Unplugged on YouTube in English and Hindi. And do let me know your feedback and any topics you would like me to cover in my subsequent episodes on my Facebook and Instagram page at the rate DSC Heart Foundation and on Twitter at the rate DSCH Foundation. Till then, stay healthy, stay fit. Bye.